Yo, what's going on, guys? Uh, welcome to another episode of the Try Hard Podcast. Um, I'm pretty proud of myself. I'm keeping to this schedule. Um, just trying to give you guys as much content to uh, listen to during these weird times of pretty much doing nothing. So if you, if, if you ain't doing shit, you should be listening to this. If you're listening to this, then I know you ain't doing shit. So we're in the right spot together. But um, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed last episode. Uh, today, we have... We have a pretty uh, someone who's who's involved in the in the amateur community, uh, doing a lot of positive things for for the community in the whole. Um, he he's actually the owner, runs things for uh, AGN. I know a lot of you guys, you know, if you listen to this, you probably know who they are. They do LAN events, they do online stuff, they do. I'm, I'm pretty sure they do other esports. They're they're pretty involved in in the entire scene of Call of Duty in general, but. They do. They do more than just Call of Duty. So I'm, I'm happy to have him. So everyone, please welcome Cage Cash, aka Quattro. What's up, bro? Welcome. How's it going, Saul? I appreciate you having me on. No problem, bro. I, I've been. I, I think we've talked about doing this before. So I'm happy we got it. We were taking care of it now. But um, um, how how's how's life treating you right now with the whole quarantine thing, coronavirus? How how's it going right now? Uh, Life-wise, it's all right. From an AGN standpoint, it's pretty hectic. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time with my fiance, which is nice. Um, but on the other hand, trying to handle things with like Indianapolis and uh, uh, the online league and what we want to do online and stuff is getting it's getting pretty intense with all these new uh, quote-unquote businesses, I guess, popping up and running tournaments and things of that nature. So, yeah, yeah, I, I've yeah. I mean, it feels like there's legit a new one every week, which is. It's kind of it's kind of weird, but uh, we'll we'll dip into that in a little bit. But so let's we'll talk about a little bit of uh, what you do. You know what you what you run, the organization you represent. So you're the owner of AGN, and like I said before, you guys do pretty much everything within esports. You guys dip into different e- different esports. Uh, you know you, you run LAN events, you do online stuff. How did all, how did all this start? Like wh- when did it start? What was your motivation to do it? Like, how did, how did you even get involved into this stuff, into event planning? Yeah, so my senior year in high school, which would be uh, fall 2014, I think, is when I pretty much got started. Um, my Sunday afternoons, I had a lot of free time. Yeah. And at the time, I was planning to go to college to be a business management major. Mm-hmm. And somehow or another, I stumbled upon Nade Shot's X Games uh, highlight video that he did. Yeah. And that's what got me into esports in general. I wanted, you know, I played Call of Duty and played Halo and stuff with my friends and whatnot, but had never played competitive or anything like that. Um, so basically, that got me into where I was involved with esports from a Call of Duty standpoint. And so I was looking into how to compete, found game battles and things like that. Um, and then somehow stumbled upon the esports Twitter, uh, yeah. like Call of Duty Twitter community, and yeah. started seeing all these uh, all these other tournament hosts that were just basically Twitter accounts. And uh, I started looking into it, and I was like, you know, for me wanting to run my own business and whatnot, this doesn't this doesn't look like it's something that's very hard to do. Um, yeah. It's an easy way to you know make a name for yourself, basically to build a brand and whatnot. So uh, I started Shark tournaments back then. Um, ran under the name of Shark for about a year or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we we kind of grew a lot doing a thing called, uh, it was the Ultimate Team Sunday. It was basically just a free entry tournament, no prize. Every now and then I throw in a couple bucks. 
for the most part, it was just for fun. It was just for bragging rights. It was something that we would get 20 to 32 teams on a consistent basis. Um, and it just kind of grew from there. Then when Shark got big enough, you know, we were thinking uh, we had the resources at the time through eBash that we could do a LAN event. Um, and when I started thinking about it, I was like, I really don't want it to be, you know, Shark tournaments, Indianapolis or whatever. I was like, so I want to rebrand into something that's more of a sophisticated, legit name. Yeah. Um, and me and Tony at the time got to talking and came up with the American Gaming Network, him being based in Indianapolis and me being based out of uh, Alabama. It just made sense to be, you know, the American. Um, and from there, it just kind of expanded into what we are now um, to where we are in multiple games. We host lands in multiple cities. We do a lot of different stuff online. Um, so, yes, yeah, what, what started as a Sunday hobby just for something for me to do to pass the time um turned into a basically a full-time job now yeah that it, and that's that's a weird thing a lot of times things like that like things that you that's like the most organic way for shit to like actually be successful right you don't you don't start off because you're trying to get all this money or you're trying to get some kind of fame or like the most successful people in the, in the world like they have that same type of story like you have to be doing it because you actually want to be doing it you can't just do it because oh I, I want to make this much money or I want to get this many Twitter followers. You so pretty much you guys just did it because there was something that you thought you were able to do. It wasn't like you were trying to become a multimillionaire. You just generally wanted to do it to to, to be a part of this whole esports thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the main thing. Is I it's I I had a guy his uh his name is Melvin Smith. He was a coach in the SEC a couple years ago. Um, I'll say that name, that name like sounds, that. sounds familiar. Yeah, he he was defensive coordinator at Auburn, and uh, okay. he ended up coming to coach at the school where I played football. And he told me one day, he's like, "If you're doing something that you would do for free, then you're in the right profession." There um, you go. And that's kind of what kind of put things into reality for me. It was like, you know, this is something that I've done for free for years. You know, mm -hmm. until recently, I really didn't even see a paycheck from it. Yeah. Uh, but so it just goes back to that, you know, this ain't something that I do as a, you know, it is a full-time job, but it doesn't pay like a full-time job. And that's yeah. why I still do it. Cause I'm not, I'm not doing it um, for the money. You know, I do it cause I enjoy it. That's the thing is like, you know, you look at most of the stuff we do, like I've paid out probably a thousand dollars for modern warfare, just in free entry tournament. Um, yeah. So it's obvious when you look at things like that, that, we're in it for the right reasons, and that's something that I take pride in uh, for AGN as a whole. You know, I don't want anybody to look at us as money-hungry or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, then you get these, like you said, all these new ones popping up every week. You could, if, you, if you really look into it, you can kind of look and gauge and see um, who's here for the right reasons and who's not. Because, mm -hmm. um, I mean, even there's a lot of companies that scammed people within the last 12 months. And I'm talking yeah. like on multiple occasions that are still around and still getting attendance. And it kind of blows my mind. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if it's just because of who they are or what. But, but yeah, that's, no, that's something yeah. I take pride in is, you know, I'm not here for the money. And people that mm -hmm. say that we are, you know, you don't you haven't looked far in enough to see what AGN's truly about. Yeah. Yeah. Now that whole thing, I mean, there's a lot of uh, untrustworthy um, organizations, you know, whether it be teams, whether it be organizers, you know, whatever, you know, people who, who host lands, people who do online stuff. That's, it's one of the, one of the things with the Call of Duty community is like, 
they have a very short memory, very small memory. You know what I mean? It, it goes away fast. And I always tell people, like, if you do something wrong, especially in this community, if you do something wrong, the best thing you can do is jump ahead of it and apologize. And just, you know, if you, and if you gener- if you really are apologetic about it, really learn from your mistakes, you know, you you really want to, you know, turn a new leaf and, and, and fix the wrong that you did. The best thing you can do in this community is to jump in front of it and say, yeah, I fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm going to do better next time. And this community has a very short memory. They'll eventually move on. They'll forget about it and they'll, they'll still fuck with you. Like it's, it's, it's crazy. And a lot of these other organizations, these smaller, you know, online attorney events holders or whatever they call them, they they don't even do that. They just they'll just ghost you and then go set up another Twitter account. You know what yeah. I mean? And I mean that that's 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 a thing where where it's the it's the players' response. I mean, it's our responsibility too to keep people aware of of these type of people and these type of organizations because at the end of the day. People like you, people like me, we're not players, but we're the ones who make this shit go around. We're the ones who, you know, are kind of setting the precedent of what what this community should be, you know. So, you know, people like you, you, you bringing this to the forefront and saying, hey, you guys, keep your antennas up. Don't just sign up for anybody saying, oh, 25-hour buy-in and you get this much money. Like, do your homework. See, see what they're about. Have they scammed people? Do people know who they are? Like, and... A lot of kids don't do their their homework, and they just they think it's free money, so they'll just they'll just pay the entry fee, and, and it is where it is. Yeah, that's what there was a tournament last night that had like a hundred dollars guaranteed, and then didn't even pay out the one hundred dollars. They paid out less, and I was like, man, if you're gonna say guaranteed, like at least you know keep your word. If you lose thirty bucks on it, then lose thirty bucks. But you know that's that's just something that bugs me. Is like if you're gonna promise something, you know at least live up to it, no matter what happens. Yeah, that's yeah, that's always something I've always yeah, I've always lived by the same thing. The minute you make that promise, whether it hurts you or it benefits you, you have to come through with that promise. Otherwise, your your word is just it's full of shit. And who you know, a normal person, that's what we go by. We go by each other's word, by what each other you know stand for. And if you stand for nothing, then what the fuck you know? Why, why are we gonna do business with you? But um, so aside from that, all right. So let's get into like your guys when, when was your first LAN event because LAN events is kind of where you're kind of your guys bread and butter that's kind of where you know most teams you know you guys have, are, are you guys are kind of putting yourself up there as one of the premier if not the premier LAN hoster as far as the amateur scene and locals um what do you remember when your first LAN event it was and, and how that was like let's let's get into a little bit of that so that way people can really see that this shit was not it's not easy now, and it wasn't easy back then. It's probably never going to be easy, right? You know. So, when when was your guys' first land event? Yeah, our first land event was in January of 2016. So it was right oh, after. That's a while ago, shit. Yeah, it was right after we rebranded to AGN. I think we I think we rebranded on like December 31st of 2015, something like that. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was it was a while ago. We hosted that in Indianapolis, and uh, just to, you know, give you an idea of where we came from. Um, I think that land was like a two thousand dollar prize. Okay, uh, we were charging like a hundred and fifty dollars team pass and stuff like that, just to give you an idea of where the scene yeah. was four years ago, basically. Um, 
so yeah, we've came, we've came a long way. Um, you know, and back then, just even that was more or less just doing it for fun. Like that was. Yeah. I, I don't even think we profited off the, off of the first two land events that we did. We did one in January, did another one in March. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I mean, I don't. That was pure just for fun. That was like we just wanted to do something, and new people would show up, so we ran it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, when when you did your first land, did it go as you expected, or were were you like, what the fuck did I get myself into? Like, how uh, how was that experience? The it was a little bit of both, you know. Yeah. Uh, at the time, we had Tony, who uh, his his Twitter has deranged, so a lot of people know him. I think I've met him before. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was at Chicago when we met you. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, he was. He had already been doing it. He had worked for Ebash in the past, so he he kind of knew what to expect on the land side and how to handle problems and things like that. Um, I think the only issues was it ran until like four or five a.m. because of some technical difficulties. Um, yeah. I can't remember what they were. I mean, like I said, it was four years ago, but it was it was a little eye opening because it kind of was like you know, wow, this is going to take a lot more than I thought it would, like effort wise. But at the same time, it was like wow, there's actually true potential in doing this. Yeah. Uh, and at that moment, that's kind of what made me decide to jump into it and um, make AGN what it is, basically. So when when you you did your first land, as far as like. The equipment, how did that all come about? Was that all paid out of your pocket with the sponsors? Like, how did you guys get the PlayStations, the monitors? Like, how, how did that all play out? Luckily for the first two, it was um, it was all provided by eBash. eBash had everything. Okay. Um, now, I'd, we could have ran quicker if we would have got more equipment. Yeah. Um, but at that point, like I said, we were doing it for fun. We had little to no money. Um, so we were just doing it to do it. Um, we, paid, we paid eBash up front. Uh, just a rental fee basically and then they took venue fees and concessions and things like that um to where i think after the second land we broke even yeah but Um, yes that was ebash had everything we just had to pay them so it worked out mm -hmm. in our favor now with now do you guys how do you guys work like as far as equipment because that's the thing that people don't a lot of players don't understand like they think that they just should that the PlayStations and, and monitors just disappear out of fucking thin air. How, how do you guys do it now? Do you have your own equipment? Do you rent it? Do you, you know, sponsor it? How, how do you guys do your own, your own stuff now? Uh, for right now, we don't have our own equipment. The main reason is because we didn't want to spend all this money to buy PlayStation 4s and stuff when yeah. the next-gen consoles are coming out at the end yeah. of the year. So to us, it was kind of just a waste of investment. Yeah. Uh, or we could pay that to, you know, pay staff or whatever, whatever we need. Um, so, so yeah, right now we're renting equipment, uh, mm-hmm. and it kind of depends on the location and stuff. So, like, Charlotte, we partner with the Carolina Game Summit and CLT Sports and use their equipment. Yeah. Uh, and then listed them as, like, a sponsor of the event and whatnot. Yeah. Um, for Indianapolis, UGX has everything that we need, uh, so yeah. we don't have to worry about equipment there. Same thing with New Jersey. Um, so, so, you guys, you're what you try to do is, is, is try to go somewhere where there's a sponsor or somebody that you can – work with that'll just make it a little easier as far as the, the the technical stuff and the equipment and stuff like that basically yeah uh, the, which is smart the, that's probably the smartest way to do it to be honest with you yeah the cgs guys are more than willing to travel anywhere we need to we have a very very good relationship with them yeah uh, like we've used them twice in the past we're going to use yeah. them in birmingham in september uh, and then we'll use them again yeah uh, next year just depending on where all we go 
Um, but yeah, that is something that we take into consideration when we look at which locations we want to host a land at is how mm-hmm. accessible is it for us to get equipment? How big are the venues? Um, yeah. What venues aren't going to overcharge and things like that? Cause there's a lot of people that get it, um, that, you know, they understand the, I don't want to say like the clout that we bring with us, but they also mm-hmm. understand that they're, they don't have to charge us as much as other venues would because they yeah. know a lot of people are going to show up and continue yeah. coming. Yeah. Um, and that's what we want. Cause I mean, you look at what we did with Helix, like Helix had six teams for their November event and then we host there and they get 13. Yeah. Um, and then their next event, they get 12, which is the second highest they ever have. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the way we want to do things. Like we want to come, and help you grow that's you know that's why we are the american gaming network is so that you can kind of grow through us um and that's why i did that land league back in uh, early january through february was i partnered with a couple different land centers uh a lot of them told me they were going to participate and we were going to be able to help them grow and then they just kind of never did anything with it yeah um but like eplex down in birmingham um and the place that I work up in uh, Huntsville in Alabama, they both got along with it and ran it, and they saw very, very good success out of it. Yeah. Um, so that that's just kind of the whole thing behind it is, you know, use us to grow. And if you if you help me for one event, then I'm going to help you for anything I can that you do, yeah. no matter what. Um, so yeah. that's the thing. Is then, and then it continues on uh, into our Rainbow Six stuff, too. Uh, like we partnered with Helix for a Call of Duty land. They opened a brand new center in Boston and we're hosting a Rainbow Six land there, which is going to be their first Rainbow Six land. So it translates like that too. And that's why I like the AGN's in a position to where we're bigger than just Call of Duty. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you guys, yeah, you guys are real. You guys are all about if, if there's an organization that's willing to help you guys, do you want to help them? It's, it's, you guys are, you guys aren't being like selfish, like, Oh, we gotta, we gotta do it ourselves. We gotta have all, all the we gotta have all the clout to work with another organization to to make the best possible product. Yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? And you know, I, I don't want to get into specifics, but I will say that there's hardly been an event where we took even majority of profit, just because yeah. that's you know that's how I work. You help me, I help you. And mm. you know, hey, if you're letting us host an event there at your venue with our name on it, then you can keep whatever you want to keep, and we'll take what you give us. That's that's just the way I work. Yeah. Uh, so even if you see like AGN's name on an event, where they're running it and stuff, like it still wouldn't be possible without the venue and the equipment guys. So they get just as much credit as we do. And if, you yeah. Know, if they if they want us to put our name on it to draw more attention, then that's fine. I'll let you keep more of the profit because you know you're just as important to it as I am. So yeah, and and that's that's a that's a very smart way to look at it. A lot of you know, a lot of people when they when they get involved in esports is, I mean. It, it's still relatively young, you know, it's still, especially the Call of Duty scene, it's not, you know what I mean, it's not that old, so there's still people who, new people who come in and, and see, you know, they'll, they'll see, you know, events like what you guys do, and they get this false sense of like, oh, well, if they can do it, I can do it, you know what I mean, so it's like, they, they it's almost like they, they don't understand, like, what the logistics of everything all the people that it takes to, to to for an event to run, the things you got to do ahead of time to make sure you can even host an event. So um, yeah, it's definitely eye opening. I, I knew a little bit of this stuff, but then that's why you're one of the people I wanted to get on here, especially because you know, um, especially with the the way the the scene was this year as far as the CDL, 
Um, and I had big, I had been a big proponent and, and, and I was consistently telling people about how big locals were going to be this year. And if it wasn't for this damn virus, I think, you know, I would have been right. You know what I mean? So like, um, it's, uh, it's one of those things where you guys, you, your, you know, your organization and there's a couple, you guys are still the, like the, the, if you're a young player, if you, or if you're a player who's looking to 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 break into the competitive scene, you guys are kind of one of those those organizations. You kind of got to you have to go through. You got to get your feet wet. You got to go to an AGN event. You have to play in a land. You know what I mean? So uh, how how does it feel to be like you guys put yourself in that position where it's like if you if if you're not if you're not even competing in the AGN event, AGN local AGN Call, Call of Duty tournament. You shouldn't even be thinking about going to the CDL level. How do you guys feel that you guys have kind of put yourselves to where you guys are kind of like the stepping stool before before the guys go to the bigger the bigger stages? It's it's definitely a good feeling to know that a lot of people uh, consider us to be one of the top dogs. Um, mm-hmm. But to to me, when you look at um, the way that other events are treated, um, and this aren't isn't just land events; it's online as well. Um, to me, it's kind of still like we're not quite there yet. It's like yeah. it's like we're on the peak of the mountain, but we haven't topped the mountain yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's the way I look at it. Is uh, another another thing that I found that one day it was like only the paranoid survive. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of the way I've been treating our whole online stuff. Is you know we we have a lot of top players that play in our online stuff. We have a lot yeah. of top players that attend our LAN events, no matter where they're at. Um, I mean, we've had CDL subs. We've had guys that are now starting for the CDL attend our LANs. Um, so when you look at it like that, it looks like we're in a really good position. Um, and there are a lot of people that still, or there are a lot of people that respect us and what we do and whatnot. Um, and like you said, there's a lot of people that consider us to be that stepping stone. Yeah. Um, but to me, I just you know, I feel, I feel like we're still not quite there yet. Like I, mm-hmm. we're a part of the top three, and no matter what category you put us in, in my opinion. Yeah. But I don't, I don't want to be top three. You know, I, yeah. I want to be that that guy that you have to go through to get where you want to get. Yeah. Um, and that kind of led me to why I developed the whole foundation because I want, I want players to be able to make a name for themselves, make a brand for themselves. Um, same thing with organizations, you know, if you want to grow, if you want to grow as a person or as a team or whatever, I want you to go through us, um, to do that. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of online leagues and stuff, they'll do streams and whatnot, or they'll do stats here and there, but I don't, I want to set the bar and continue setting it. Like once, once we set the bar, I want to go higher no matter what it is. Um, and that's why I put, that's why I put a lot of focus on online stuff as well. Uh, just because I feel like there's a lot of quality content that players want, that orgs want, that sponsors look at for organizations um, and things of that nature. So, so to answer your question, you know, it's a, it's a good feeling to know we're considered one of the best, I guess. But to me, I still feel like we're not quite there yet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's it's you know, it's funny the transition that the scene's gone. Like you said, you started around what 2016. Yeah, that that was around the same time I started, and I remember when, when I was you know looking for players for three KG just to represent us. Um, when we every every team that we would get, like the teams that they, they would never even compete online. It was just a group of guys we would that would even give us a time of day, 
and all of them would say the same thing. We oh we gotta we gotta do a we gotta we got our first event should be uh, an NJ rod an NJ rod. So NJ rod was always like in the back of my mind like oh okay well if you're a serious player before you go to the CWL events you have to go to the NJ rod. And now you know it's kind of transitioned to where you guys are one of those you know one of those those organizations where players look at is like and not to sound disgusting but I want to if I'm gonna pop my cherry I gotta pop it. Going to an AGN event, you know what I mean. I got I got to get that experience, and you guys have kind of put yourselves in the situation to be one of those. Um, so now, 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 where you guys are at, you know, you guys are, you know, like I said, you guys are a mainstay in in land events, especially the, you know, in the local scene. Um, how how do you feel about that term local? Do, do you do you like it? Do you not? I don't. I don't. Me personally, I don't like it because I think it's it's like why do they even they call it a local because it's for what local players, right? But, you guys aren't a local organizer because you guys get players from all across the country. So I fucking hate that name. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't. I, I think it fits some companies, but it doesn't fit us, in my yeah. opinion. Um, AFD, you, any, any, any team that I've ever sent to to one of your events have never been local. They've exactly. always been across yeah. the country that to fly in. Right. Yeah. That's that's the thing is you look at um, I would say SoCal AFD half of helix and probably charlotte which i know clt isn't running codlands but if yeah. they were i would say those are four guys that you can consider local uh land guys because most yeah. of their attendees are local like there's not a lot of people traveling to afd and you know Cohiva runs good quality events just unfortunately nobody wants to travel to them yeah so for yeah. me when you look at like uh agn ashoni and mes um i would say they're more just like a tier two uh yeah. you know we're not cdl or activision but we're not a local land provider we're bigger um you might could say etg or nj rod i, I don't mm. know really um i feel like most of those people are local but at the same time there's a lot of people living up there yeah uh, yeah etg and nj rod that's that's definitely just a east coast type of yeah event but yeah so um yeah i just i just never liked that term i I had a one of my uh, one of my buddies. Um, he was actually one of the guys who he he helped me. We founded Three Kings together, and uh, he's always been kind of he's not a part of it anymore. But he's seen how 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 where I've taken it and uh, exceeded his expectations. And he's always always a hater. Every event that we've won, he's always oh well, it's just a local, right? It's just like like no, it's not a fucking local. It's literally players from all across the country who come in. But I, I hate that. I just I never liked that term. Like when we when I would win the ETG events, I didn't mind. To me, those were locals because all the players that I had there drove there. You know what I mean? Like right. they all they all were within an hour of the event. So those, yeah, locals. But all the other events that we won, I never considered them local because all the players had to fly in and just I just I just hate that. But um, all right. So yeah. So um, now. Now, now with this whole Corona thing, um, obviously it's hit, it's hit, it's hit the whole entire community. I mean, there's really, as far as land events, there's, there's nothing going on. Uh, what's, since I have you here, what's, what's the update with the, the Indian, the Indianapolis event? Is that scratched? Is that still in limbo? What's the deal with that? It's as of right now, it's still going to happen as planned. Mm-hmm. Um, I've talked with a lot of different guys, um, I've talked with some guys from Indianapolis. Um, we've kind of been taking into consideration everything that's going on around the country. 
Um, and to us, it's just too early to make a call. Um, yeah. We don't. When, when's the date thing, for that? When's the date? It's April twenty fourth through twenty sixth. Okay. Um, and the twenty fourth is just a prelance, so really it's just the twenty fifth. But yeah. so I mean, you got the event that's still a month away. With a lot, a lot of can uncertainty. happen. Yeah, exactly. A lot can happen, and that's what that's what we don't want. Is we don't want to cancel a land event. Everybody chalk it, and then um, you know it, cle- it clears weeks, up. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks later, everything's fine and back to normal, and then we're you know we're screwed because we canceled the land and everybody mm-hmm. was looking forward to it, so we're done. Um, so that's what you know. At the same time, we're the the plan right now is to make a call on April sixth. Um, okay. That's two. Not this coming Monday, but the next Monday. Um, that, that's the plan right now is we're going to wait. We're going to see how things are then. Um, yeah. And we're going to go from there because a lot of schools that have closed down for spring break and whatnot, um, you know, they're opening up on that Monday. So if yeah. a lot of schools and businesses and things like that are going to open back up, you know, maybe the country will, everything will be back to normal. Uh, that's kind of what we're hoping for. Um, yeah. So for that reason, you know, we're just going to wait and see and, go from there we've we've actually sold a couple passes already Mm -hmm. um and i told him you know if for some reason we cancel it then i'll give you a refund and whatnot but the plan is to just go as normal yeah yeah um i like me personally i still i i i obviously we had talked in private but i plan i planned on attending and um within like the next the next within the week like, cause I, I'm still, I still have been in trying to get the team that I had, you know, convincing them to go because I mean, literally they could book their, fl- the flights are cheap as shit right now. Yeah. Cheap as, they're yeah. cheap as fuck. I'm like, and the, the, the deal I have with them is like, we booked the flights insurance on them. Right. So you're not going to lose anything. And if, you know what I mean? If, if it's a go, it's a go. If it's not, you cancel your flight. Get your fucking. You get your ninety dollars back. That's literally right. what flights are going for right now. Ninety. I've seen ninety. I've seen a hundred. I've seen eighty. Like so cheap right now. So, I mean, it's it's all really just like if you're a player, your organization. It's like you just gotta you just gotta wait it out and see what happens. But with you saying you know you're saying to here, you've said it on Twitter before. I've seen you tweet it. Tweet people telling them, hey, if it gets canceled, you get your money back. Right? right. So at the yeah. end of the day, it's it's you're really not going to hurt anything if you do buy if you do buy a pass. Like you, what what's the worst that can happen is you get your money back. You know exactly. what I mean? So yeah, that's what I've been telling people too. Is the same thing. I was like, look, buy your flight, buy your hotel, get a yeah. hotel that you can cancel, get a flight yeah. that you have insurance on, buy your pass, and if it gets canceled, you get all your money back. So I mean, there's no to me, there's no reason not to you know at least buy a flight if you have to take advantage yeah. of the low price and. No, if you want to wait till the week of to buy the pass, that's fine. But yeah, at least buy your flight so you're not screwed. Yeah. So if you're listening to this right now, I'm telling you right now, if you plan, if you planned on going, you still want to go. Look at the flights; they are cheap. Like they, it's not even. It's almost scary how cheap they are right now. You know what I mean? You you probably won't get them any cheaper leading getting closer to the event. So you might want to look into that. But yeah, it's good that you know uh, that was one thing that I was you know. Obviously, I expected you to, you know, to give refunds if it gets canceled. You're not one of those fucking one of the, that's ha- it's happened in the past with a different company where they didn't want to give full or they gave you half back or whatever. Um, I forgot I forgot who it was, but anyway, we ain't gonna get into that. Um, so so you you know it's 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 a waiting game with the with the um the next land event. Just imagine, bro. Just imagine if 
it is good to go. You guys would be the only LAN event happening. You know what I mean? And if you streamed it, I mean, it, it would be. It, it, I think the numbers would get kind of get pretty pretty high for you guys because there's n- literally nothing else going on. Everyone everyone else is canceled. Everyone else is like just chalking up the season. So that would be a huge event. Yeah, it would be great. You know, we hit 970 viewers um, back in November. So yeah, with nothing else going on, no online, yeah. no. Yeah. CDL or anything. I mean, yeah, it it's kind of scary to think about how many people could show up and tune in and whatnot. Yeah, it, it would it would be it would be awesome. Um, so now let's let's fast forward to now. Um, like I said, this whole Corona thing, it's really affected. It's affected the whole country, obviously. Um, it, it's affected. It's affected. I'm sure it's affected your life personally. Uh, you know, business wise with the with AGN. Um, it's affected my life business wise with this shit you know it's affected it's affected everybody if you live in the united states of america actually no if you're a human being it's affected you somehow um what now with this the situation going on i see you guys are kind of like focusing on the online stuff um your guys next big thing is the the online league that you're going to be doing it's the champions league and then the academy league, right? Are they are they two separate leagues, or are they one league combined? How how is it going to work? It's basically one league, just separated into two tiers. So, um, yeah, it's like divisions, kind of. Basically, yeah. the yeah. The prize pools are kind of different, uh, but that's kind of the reason we made it into the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, the Champions League prize pool for season one is going to be a thousand. Uh, the champion, the Academy League for season one is going to be two hundred and fifty. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and somebody on Twitter, I'm not going to name any names, I should, but I'm not, um, was complaining that we're charging like $75 per team for a $250 prize pool for the Academy League. And I was like, if you truly looked into it, you would realize that that's not true. Yeah. Because what we're offering for the Academy League alone is the $250 playoff prize pool. Um, you get a chance to play. If you finish top four, you get a chance to play into the Champions League next year. Uh, or season two, sorry. It's going to be even more of a prize pool this year. Yeah. Uh, sorry, than season one. Yeah. Um, and then worst case scenario, you're paying for season two, which is at least another two hundred and fifty dollars. So yeah, you're realistically looking at paying seventy five dollars for a chance at like fifteen hundred dollar prize pool. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just for the Academy League alone. The Champions is the same thing. You know, you're paying $20 extra, so you're paying 95 per team. Yeah. Um, but you're getting $1,000 in Season 1. You're getting at least $1,000 in Season 2. And, you know, we're, the goal is to go up with that a lot, obviously. But we also still have to cover, you know, Season 2, Season 3, and so on in prize pools. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's... That's how that's going to work. Uh, the Champions League is going to get a lot more coverage, uh, which is going to it's going to have better players for the most part. There's going to be yeah. those three or four teams that are kind of scrappy, uh, just kind of pick up teams and whatnot based on the player pool. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, it's going to be high quality teams. It's going to be good. Every match is going to be on stream. There's going to be stats. There's going to be uh, YouTube videos. There's going to be interviews, listen-ins, uh, anything that we can accomplish, we're going to do. Yeah, um, and that's why we're charging extra for teams that got into the Champions League is because we're going to do so much for you that yeah. you're the tw- you're basically paying a twenty dollar marketing fee, but in the end, it's gonna it's gonna be worth it. Yeah, um, yeah. And, then the- and I I like how you guys did that too. The division thing, like if 
it seems like the people that are complaining the most are the people who are playing in the academy thing, um, which is weird because, like me, I I only got an academy spot, and the the reason for that, and I've had uh, so many teams wanted to play, you know, represent us in the champion thing. Um, the reason why I I specifically just wanted to do the academy thing was because I the players that I had are literally these are kids who've been with me since the I you know since the beginning days of 3KG right and they're young guys they're competitive players but they're not at that caliber they're not they're not at that tier of playing the teams that are going to be in the Champions League you know what I mean so I liked how I liked how you guys did that separating um I think players have to just understand like the 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 level of competition that's going to be in the Champions League is going to be those are going to be high tier amateur players. A lot of those players that are competing in that are are in a year or so are going to be professional players. You know what I mean? So I definitely liked how you guys did that because I, I I wouldn't want my my guys to get slapped around by fastballing them. You know what I mean? Like you know yeah, so exactly. it, it it's it's good that you guys did that that two tier thing and you guys are kind of I, I don't. I don't think any other league has done that uh, to to really separate the divisions and and you know and give players who yeah they want to be competitive players too but they're not at the level as a lot the juju's and a lot, a lot of those guys that they're in the higher tier so but they still want to compete so yo here here's this academy league where it's going to be people like you guys people with your skill level and you guys can you know kind of work your way up to that champions the champions league so I, it's it's a it's an awesome idea that you guys have there yeah exactly and that's the whole reason behind it too is cuz like there's a lot of you know I got two friends personally that are trying to get make a name for themselves and I've been mm-hmm. shopping them around trying to get them on the team and whatnot um, cuz to me they're really good players but they're you know they're unknown and a lot of people aren't going to give players like that a chance yeah um, and there's a thousand other players that are find themselves in the same boat yeah um, so that's that's the whole reason behind it, you know. Like you said, the Juju and Fastballer and uh, Unjustified's got a pretty good team. Yeah, um, I, I can't remember the rosters off the top of my head, but you know that's why the Champions League is there is for them. Yeah, um, and the Academy League is there for the players that are still kind of unknown. They want trying to get their name first. out there. Exactly. So you know you you can still come and compete and play for a lower prize pool, and you work your way up, and then you start playing for the bigger money because you know it just doesn't make sense even from a like not only just a business perspective, but for like a rational standpoint, like why would I play lower tier? Why would I pay lower tier players the same prize pool that I'm playing the guys that have been in the pro league? Yeah, you know it doesn't make sense. Like if you want to compete for the cash and earn your keep, that's the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's to me when I seen that, I I, I was like, all right, well, because they they um the um, the team that I. They're not even my team. They're just literally a group of guys that have been with me since the beginning days. They're my little minions, I call them, right? And they're like, yo, we want to we do that Champions League thing. I'm like, do you realize who's going to be in that? Do you realize what's going to happen to you guys? You guys are going to get your shits kicked in. It's not going to be fun. Do this academy thing where you'll play players at your level, and you're still going to play players that are good, the guys that are have the same mindset as you to get into that next – that next tier of, of amateur player, I'm like, do this and give yourself a chance. Don't just, you know, a, a big problem in, in with a lot of Call of Duty players, competitive Call of Duty player, amateur players, is they don't want to admit where they're at in in the as far as level, you know, tier wise. 
And um, it you do always you do want to play people that are better than you because you'll you'll it'll make you better. But there's there in, in Call of Duty there's there's a huge jump from a fucking a, a, a lower tier amateur player to a high tier. It's a huge jump. You got to work your way up from being that low into middle and to you know the high tier. You get players like uh, like like Cheeto. That's he's been one of my favorite players in the last year. Is is he gonna be? Is he, is he in the in the Champions League? Uh, Cheeto's actually on uh, TA's um, academy league. Okay. So 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 that so that kid, he in my opinion is he's right at the he's at the gra the, the, he's right there of jumping up to the next level of where he's at. You know what I mean? So he's a good example where. Wherever he plays, he's he's right there to be able to play with the next level, and yeah, like like he he's perfect for the academy league. He's perfect for it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so now now with that, how, how how long is that league gonna run? Uh, the league will season one will last about a month, uh, give or take. The if Indianapolis goes as planned, then it'll be five weeks because we'll have to push playoffs back. Yeah. Um, but if Indianapolis is canceled, then season one will be one one month almost yeah. exact. So. Oh, okay. And I and I like too how you guys are doing that. So how many? Um, so how so the the academy teams, they'll they'll get a sh- some of them will get a shot to play the Champions League teams. Yeah. So the top four in Academy League will play top four, or sorry, bottom four from the Champions League and like yeah. a relegation bracket kind of oh nice nice um, and then whoever plays top four will you know that'll decide who goes into champions league for season two and who falls back into academy yeah um, so then, yeah it'll be yeah. you have the three weeks of matches and then playoffs and then there'll be the relegation bracket um and then after that we'll start prepping for season two nice yeah, that's you know what the like you guys doing this is like the perfect time to do it because the scene we need something to be excited to watch like there's literally fucking nothing this is this is the all, my last couple of years in call of duty this is the the boringest time i've ever had in in call in the call of duty uh scene so yeah i'm, I'm excited for that i know i know i know players are excited organizations should, should be excited um you guys are going to give you know give a lot of a lot of players and a lot of orgs a chance to 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 continue growing their brands Outside of the CDL, because I mean, I don't even know if, if that's even going to be a uh, if they're even going to have a a challengers tournament or I don't know what the fuck they're going to call it, if they're going to have anything. So yeah, this is I think I think you guys are going to see some good numbers for for this thing. Yeah, I hope so, and that's why we're putting a lot of focus on it. You know, I'm streaming. I think with playoffs included, that we're streaming like 40 matches, um, not counting all the YouTube videos and yeah top five plays and all that stuff that we're going to be doing with it too. So, so you got, yeah. So you guys are going to go, you guys are going to go pretty hard. With- oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, we're putting basically everything we have into it. Cause I mean, like I said, there's nothing else going on. Like we yeah. don't have anything to prepare for. Um, and I've got, I've got a well-equipped staff that have been with me for at least one season. So they, they know how I do things, know what I expect. Um, yeah. So we're good on that end, which allows me to add more stuff. Um, that's that's basically how I operate. You know, once you've been with me for a little bit, yeah. um, you know how things operate. 
Um, and then once I have you caught up to date on how we do things, then after that, I can add even more. Uh, so, like, you know, my casters and stuff, they've been with me. Some of them have been with me for a year. Some of them have been with me for about three months. Yeah. Um, so they learned how I do things through one season. Um, and then we go from there. And then the same thing, like all my stats guys from the winter league, every one of them are coming back with a, yeah. we've also redone our stat sheet to make things easier for them. Yeah. Um, so with all of them knowing what to do, um, then we don't have to worry about training people throughout the year, which means that me and Jake and, uh, hop and Fetty and whatnot, you know, the guys that have been here for a while, we can let them handle what we normally do and allow us to work on other things. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm excited, man. Sounds like you guys got some shit for us, and I can't wait. Cause, I are you guys gonna have like a schedule of like, like uh, when the like are you guys gonna be having matches all week, or is it gonna be like certain days you're gonna have the matches played and, and streamed? Uh, so Champions League will be Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're gonna stream three matches every night. It'll be at seven thirty, nine, and eleven, I think, Eastern time. Um, and basically, I pick one. One uh, one game per week for Champions League uh, to be streamed on a Sunday to kind of be like the game of the week. Oh, uh, nice! And then we're also going to do a few academy games on that. Uh-huh. Um, so it'll be nine games per week for week. Sorry, hang on. Let me do this. It'll be ten games for week one. You'll have the nine regular games, then the game of the week. Week two will be the nine games with no game of the week because of Easter. Yeah. Um, and then week three will be nine games and then two games of the week, basically. So okay. that that's the format. Uh, I can drop the schedule to you if you need it just for ownership purposes. Um, yeah, but then sure. the Academy League is going to be a little different to where, um, you know, we're not streaming any matches, so I'm not going to have it to where you have to play at these certain times. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like, hey, I need Just the game played. Just get your played. shit done. Yeah. Exactly. I need the game yeah. played on this day. If you have problems, let me know, and we'll take care of it. So yeah, yeah. that's how I've always done things in the past is like, hey, I need the game played on this day. Um, if you have to reschedule, let me know, and we'll go from it. That's, that's worked for me. You know, a lot of people complain with like NGE having their own set match times and things and not being lenient with reschedules, and you have to use subs and all that. Yeah. So I was like, you know, as long as people cooperate, and I've had a pretty good – success rate with it i'll just do it this way and it's worked for me so yeah that, yeah that's um that seems pretty fair i mean for the for the academy kids yeah just get your shit done you know what i mean and that's good that the champions uh the teams there um are gonna are gonna have you know a chance to be on stream and and get some well it's more it's it's good for the players but it's really good for the organizations because this year, orgs and I've pretty I've been pretty adamant about this. Orgs this year have really suffered as far as you know, just getting in, any kind of stream time, any kind of you know, new following. We we've we've been struggling, you know what I mean. So for you guys to be able to do this for orgs, it's, it's a huge thing. There's a lot of new orgs that are around that I want to see, you know, get some more, you know, get some more screen time because they you know they're ran by people who seem like they're really passionate about the scene and. Uh, yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy you guys are doing this. And yeah, um, it'll be a good time, definitely. Yeah, that's yeah, sure. I def- think it's definitely. Got, season one's season one's going to catch a lot of eyes. It's going to have a lot of people interested in season two, um, yeah. and that's the whole thing. Is I'm, you know, at the same time, I'm also using this league as a kind of test to see how I want to do next year, whatever the game is, mm. um, Black Ops Five or Black Ops Remake, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So it's kind of going to allow me to test and see how I want to do things next year. Um, it also allow me to approach sponsors to be like, hey, you know, this is what I'm, this is what we've done. This is how we're going to do it. Um, this is how we can benefit you and things yeah. of that. Nature. So it's it's a walk-in resume, I guess, to where yeah. you know I have physical evidence of what I can do for you, basically. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the whole reason behind everything. I'm excited. I can't wait to see it. But all right, so let's go back to the land. Uh, I wanted because every land, I don't care who it is, who's hosting it, whatever. There's all there always is an uh, there's always an unexpected problem. What yeah. what what out of all the lands you've held, what's the craziest thing that you've ran into, like either during the land or leading up to the land? What's the the most unexpected thing that's ever happened to AGN? Chicago, dude, the black, the blue screens. That was awful. That, oh that yeah, holy, that's right. Yeah. Oh, dude, that whole event was. Th- that event could have been damn near perfect, and now it's like one of the events that I'm like, I wish I could go back and redo that. Yeah, because for starters, the venue lied to us. They were like, "You got to be out of here by nine o'clock." I was like, "It's yeah. Schaumburg Law," and I was like, "Well, that's fine, but you know, why? Like, is there no reason that we can't?" block off the whole part that we're at to where yeah. anybody in or out can be uh, monitored. And yeah. they're like, no, we can't do that. I was like, well, shit. So then um, we ended up having to adjust the schedule, which means we had to cap the teams and yeah. all this stuff. I, and they're yeah. like, you can't have it for two days. And I was like, well, crap. And then, you know, you were there. Me and you and Tony were trying to figure things out as the night was going on. I remember, um, yeah. And, yeah, the worst part about it was, was – like I obviously I'm like all right you got like players are getting mad and stuff I'm like you guys it's not like they're trying to do this on purpose like this just right because I, I remember I remember when that happened there was another land going on the ETG was going on the exact same yeah. day and they were having similar problems with the whole blue screen thing yeah ETG is so like, actually the reason we fixed it because we got in contact with them when once they figured it out they let us know and we would have done the same thing so yeah that's the whole reason because we got started before they did so that's the reason we had to deal with it longer yeah um, that, yeah that was insane. but yeah three, three hours of blue screens in chicago was awful i remember i remember team would start playing and all of a sudden just out of nowhere fucking blue screen oh, yep exactly and yeah I, I remember that uh they were trying to kick us out and then yeah, you guys, you guys found a way to get it done. I, I do remember yeah, that. I mean, it was. I remember we shut the doors, and you couldn't. If you had a certain wristband on, you couldn't leave. If you left, you couldn't come back. I remember that. Yeah, it was. It was just a big headache. Like, hey, tell me straight up, or they told me straight up, no, you have to be out of here by nine. No excuses or no exceptions. Yeah. Like, okay, that's fine. Or they were like, everybody has to be out. You can stay and clean up or whatever. I was like, okay, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> then we capped the event. Did one and done losers, all that, and then nine o'clock rolls around, and they're like, yeah, you can stay past. I was like. Well, this would have been nice to know a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah, that then, was. I remember that. Yeah, then they did the whole lock the door thing. I was like, I said that you know two weeks ago, and y'all said it couldn't be done, but now here yeah. we are doing it. So yeah, well, I think they they must have had the wrong impression because wasn't that one of their first land events? There? Uh, well, what happened was Second City, the guys that we partnered with, they had the equipment there. Yeah. Um, they tried to run the land. They advertised like five thousand dollar prize for. 40 teams they were charging like four hundred dollars mm. i mean they, they were literally going to profit like twenty five thousand dollars on one event wow. um so i don't i don't know what happened but they had four people show up to that tournament like, I'm, not, I'm not talking like four teams i mean four people show up 
So we contacted them after that because you know everybody's talking to us saying like, "Hey, you got to host in, uh, you got to host in Chicago." I was like, "Okay, you know that's fine, but let me find somehow to make it happen." So I found somehow to make it happen, and they they were second guessing it the whole time. They were like, "Dude, what if nobody shows up? What if mm-hmm. this? What if that?" And I was like, "Guys, team passes aren't on even on sale yet. Like, I don't think you understand how this thing works." Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and, and that also played a factor into the venue as well because, you know, they were at the same time like, well, last time we did this, this happened. And I was like, well, yeah. you know, we're we're not going to. Um, so, you know, Team Pass is going to sell. We sell out in 60 seconds. Um, and then the rest is history, basically. That, that was an awesome venue, I thought. That, that was that's one of the better venues. Not like, the, oh, it was like a huge but it was just there was so much more shit to do than just sit in one spot like especially when your team wasn't playing like you you know you could go do shit like you know, there was sh- there was there was fucking you could play games out there you could eat, get something to eat there was a starbucks right down there there was so many things you could do it made the it, even though it took forever for it to you know face for us to figure it out all for figure it all out it there being so many things to do it made it a lot less worse yeah, and that's another thing. Uh, the venue I chose for the championship in September is the same way. You have it's in a shopping center to where there's yeah. a couple restaurants nearby. Yeah. Um, and if not, there's a ton of restaurants within I'm walking distance. Like, so yeah. it's like a ten minute walk. Uh, it may not be the easiest to get to, but it's still a short walking distance. Yeah. Um, there's IHOP, Olive Garden, all kinds of stuff. Um, but yeah. on top of that, there's VR that you can play while you're at the venue. Yeah. Uh, there's like some little arcade games like basketball and stuff like that that you can play. There's TVs everywhere. Um, they have a nice restaurant kind of thing. I don't want to say it's a restaurant, but it's like a bar that they actually have pretty good food at. Um, so the championship in September is going to be the same type of atmosphere. It's a really big venue, really nice. Um, I'm excited for that. I think that venue is going to impress a lot of people. Nice, nice. All right, so. Um... Now with okay, now let's let's put a scenario out there. Let's say let's say something bad happens with you're at a land event and you get you get a blue screen thing again. What's what's thing what's like what can players do? Like what do you want them to just leave you alone, let you figure it out, or do you want them to help? Like how how do you want players to react? Because I, I remember when that happened, I seen players trying to give their help, but it was almost like, dude, just let them handle it. Like what do you guys prefer? Like, just leave us the hell alone. We'll figure it out. Stop asking us questions, or keep asking questions. Try you try to figure it out. What do you? How do you? How do you want players to to go about that situation? It kind of depends on the scenario and what's yeah. going on. Like with the blue screens, like yeah, help. Like I don't know what's yeah. causing it, so let's figure it out. And then, yeah. um, like in Charlotte, we had a scenario where, like, you couldn't log in to a guest account you had to play it be on the psn plus account to to play the game because that yeah. was the point where the land was uh messed up uh from activision's point and so we were having a thing where like we knew how to fix it the players didn't so in that scenario like hey quit doing what you're trying to do and listen to us and it'll work and then everybody was like gropping like i've tried this and then they actually try and it works and we're just kind of standing there like i told you so yeah um, and then there was another <laughs> scenario where uh Somebody was having a controller issue, I think. And yeah. I, me personally, not having a PlayStation 4, I don't know how to operate everything. Like, I have a pretty good understanding, but I don't know all the ins and outs and stuff. 
So uh, Doe, uh, Doe the Joke was, he was either across from me at the table or he was sitting next to me. And he was sitting here like telling me what to do and helping me how to fix it. So it just kind of depends on what this, what's going on and if I know how to fix it and things yeah. like that. So, so pretty much if you, if you can help, help. If you can't, shut the fuck up. Quit bothering exactly. us. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> All if right, you right. can't help, then you're just going to make things worse. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's always been one thing where I remember in Chicago, people were like, they wanted to be involved, but they, there was nothing they could do. It's just like, dude, just shut up. Get to the side. Let it, we'll figure it out. Exactly, yeah. All right, All right. last question. AGN, where do you see AGN in the next? By you know, in the next coming months, next year, like what, what's the overall, what's the overall goal for AGN? What's your, what's your uh, El Dorado? What's your fucking ultimate goal? Where do you want to get? Where do you want to take AGN? The kind of what we talked about earlier is I want, I want AGN to be that LAN event, that online league that everybody can't wait to attend or can't wait to play in. Like even if it's not, you know, I I would rather do a. $1,000 online league that everybody cannot wait to play in because of how it's ran, the streams, everything that goes with it. Like, even just from a viewership standpoint, like, if you can't get in that league, you can't wait to watch that. Um, mm. that that's kind of where we're at, is I want to be that guy for Call of Duty because I Call of Duty is the way that we were built. Um, and, you know, like we talked about, we're one of one of the top dogs like numbers show that that's not biased or anything it's just numbers don't lie yeah um, so i you know we're a top dog but i want to be the top guy i want to be that dude um for call of duty and then you look at uh, uh we're we've put a big emphasis this year on expansion with me being able to work esports full-time the biggest thing was like all right agn's a good brand now make it bigger so yeah. we we expanded into Rainbow Six this time last year. We hosted a fifteen hundred dollar online league that was really really successful, yeah. um, and that was something that I'd never done before. I had always started small and then went bigger with Rainbow Six. We just went big, um, yeah. and then we like I said, we talked with Helix. We're going to run a Rainbow Six land with that, and we're already over half sold out in less than forty eight hours. The team pass is going on sale um, nice. for for a land in July. So. Rainbow Six is next step. Um, then we've got we've got some interest in Rocket League, uh, NHL, Madden, FIFA. Um, I want to get into Gears of War, Overwatch, all that. You know, it's just right now it's be that guy for Call of Duty because that's you know that's who AGN's built on. Yeah. And then it's be that guy for Rainbow Six. Then be that guy for Rocket League and that guy for Madden or whatever. Um, it's just baby steps at this point. Like I, yeah. I want to be. It goes back to the foundation league. I want to give players a safe place to play where they know they're getting just as good quality out of it as they are, um, you know, prize pool or whatever. Like I, I would, I would rather host a twenty five hundred dollar land where eight teams show up and it's the best damn land that anyone's ever been to. They run a ten thousand dollar land event that everybody's running around like chicken with their head cut off. Um, not knowing what's going on and it just being a bad overall experience when the prize pool doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, next step is make a successful Indianapolis land. If, you know, God willing that happens. Um, next after that, we're trying to get a land, um, not in North America. I'll say that 
that we're trying to get to happen that if Corona settles down, the activist is going to approve and we'll go with there. And then yeah. after that's the championship land. So I'll, I'll, the goal for the championship land is to be the biggest land event uh, for modern warfare uh, for quote unquote locals, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I certainly set the bar with that. And, you know, I love Don and love what he's doing, but at the same time, I still want to beat him. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. Talked to, I talked to Don basically on a daily basis. I was talking to him other today. Um, Friendly competition. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, Don wants to get involved with that. I want to get Don involved with that. I want Austin involved. I want, you know, even, and that's why if you look at it, I've never once called it the AGN Modern Warfare Championship. It's mm-hmm. the Modern Warfare Championship because I don't want it to be, if AGN's name's on it, great. If not, great. You know, I want, I want it to be the biggest land event no matter what. Um, so whatever I got to do to make that happen, I'll make it happen. And yeah. it's still six months away. So a lot can happen at that time. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's where we're at. You know, it's really just control what you can control, take advantage of what you can and Mm -hmm. go over there. Like if we have to focus on online for three months, we'll focus on online for three months. If we can do lands, we'll do lands and go from there. Nice. Nice. So, Oh oh yeah. You, 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 you recently got engaged, right? I did. Yeah. Back in October. Yeah. Nice. How's that? How's that going so far? Uh, it, it's pretty good. Yeah, like I said, during the quarantine, I was spending a lot of time. I'd say she's. It's a blessing having someone that supports you that does that doesn't truly understand what esports is. Um, because I mean, I I went months without even really telling her about it because at the time I was kind of, I was about to graduate college, kind of torn between do I want to keep doing this, mm-hmm. um, or do I not? Um, and then eventually I was like, you know what. I'm, I'm going to tell her, I told her, and then a couple of weeks later, I ended up getting a job opportunity within esports. I was like, well, now it makes sense. You know, this is what I need to be doing yeah. um, and things like that. So, you know, she doesn't understand it. She's actually on her bed right now, probably listening to me, but yeah. she doesn't, she don't get it exactly. She understands some of it. Uh, she watches me work. Uh, she yeah. came in here for a little bit uh, while, you know, while we were doing this, and she probably had no clue what the hell I was talking about, but, mm-hmm. you know, she supports it, and that's all I can ask for. That, to be honest, bro, that's that's all we. When when you get with somebody who who doesn't get it, but as long as they're as long as they're willing to support you, that's all that fucking matters. As long as they're willing to be behind your side and support you, whatever decision you make, that's that's all that matters. Um, it, it's a it's a weird thing that that uh, that I do that you do. We're we're a part of esports but we're not even gamers you know where we don't we don't compete you know what i mean exactly. so it's like it, it's a, it's a weird thing to, to to when people ask you oh well what is that what do you do it's like oh i'm in esports oh you, you game no i don't it's like what the fuck you know they don't get <laughs> right. it so exactly. yeah it's my wife my wife in the beginning when we were boyfriend and girlfriend was when i got into this shit was the same type of way she didn't really understand she she just thought I was just playing video games all day. She didn't get it. Um, but as time went on, they you know just because it's around you so much, it 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 translates to them where it just it's around them all the time. They it'll it'll it's a growing process. It's a growing process. Don't ever don't ever push it on her. Let her. This is my advice to you. Let her like ask you what, what, what are you doing? What is that? What is this? What is you know what I mean? Let it happen organically. A lot of people. A lot of people try to, you know, force their girlfriends or force their their fiancés into this shit. You can't do that because if you if you force them to do it, they're they'll they're, they're gonna lie to you and say that they're interested when they're really not. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. 
let it happen naturally. If she gets into it, cool. If she doesn't, whatever. But as long as she's supportive and as long as she's, this is your dream, right? Our, our, our spouses, they're, you know, they're, they're supposed to support us, whatever our dream is, as long as murder, murdering people. Um, so, right. you know, as long, as long as you ain't doing that, it's supportive, it, it's going to work out. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She, uh, she tried to, she follows, you know, my Twitter and AGN and all that. And she tried to decipher some of my tweets the other day and couldn't, yeah. couldn't figure it out. So she was asking me about it and I was trying to explain it yeah. and stuff like that. And then, you know, she understands that like streamers and stuff and YouTubers want to make a lot of money. And she was like, why don't yeah. you do that? And I was like, well, you see, there's a lot more that goes into it, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get there one day. So, yeah, yeah, that's good, man. I'm happy, happy that you're engaged. And do you guys have a, a date set or no? Uh, yeah, we're getting married in six. No, that's not right. It's May thirtieth. Oh, my man's forgot the date already. No, I know the date. I don't know how many <laughs> days till then. Oh, all right. So, oh, so it's coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh shit! About two months. Are you, are you, as it gets closer, you getting nervous? Not really. No. You know, it it might when it gets really close. But right now, I'm I'm not nervous at all. That's good, man. I I like I like I like people who are involved in in the, the COD community that are normal adults who are you know still have still have a um a personal life outside of the whole gaming thing. So it's it's refreshing to see and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for you, man. I'm excited for for you and your and your future wife. And also, I think AGN is gonna be you know it's gonna be one of those staples in the community. It is now, but it's gonna be. It's going to be one of those things where when you think of LAN events, you're going to think of AGN. And um, I'm, I'm excited to see what you guys do with the league, with the LAN events. And um, it's, it's just going to get bigger. It's just anybody who I, who, I have, who I talk with, anybody who I have come on this podcast, you guys are on here for a reason. You're on here because I see potential and I see the future, the things that you can do in the future. So um I'm excited to have you on here, bro. I appreciate you coming on here. And uh, like I said, I, I, I've been I've been following you guys for a while. I've been following you for a while, and uh, I'm excited to see where you take this shit. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate having guys like you that you know know what they're doing in esports. Um, like you said, they're actual adults. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, yeah, I appreciate you guys. You know, if if it weren't for you guys, AGM wouldn't be where it is. Um, yeah. I day because you know that's what it comes down to is the guys that have quote unquote clout clout within the in the community you know if you guys support us then more people will so yeah you know it, it comes down to we're just as much and you know we wouldn't be where we are if it weren't for without you guys um yeah. that's you know I, I thank you for your support for at least the past year yeah. uh year and a half you know if, if it goes back further i appreciate it um but i know the first time i came in contact with you was in chicago so you know here we are 14 months later and you're in our online league. So it's all the same. I appreciate your support and I appreciate the community and all that. Um, so yeah, just thank you and thank you for having me on. Likewise, brother. All right, man. Well, hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Keep your hands clean. <laughs> I'll do my Stay best. Stay safe. All right, brother. All right, bro. I'll talk to you later. All right. See ya. See ya. Yeah,